Sit Saib. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders as we begin. Chapter 9 of Bhagavad Gita. Sanskrit name of this chapter is Raj Vidya Yoga. Raj means royal, Vidya education, yoga practice. Thus, the translation, the royal path. The theme of this chapter is love. Krishna do touch base on the idea of heaven in this chapter in the beginning, but the rest of the chapter just talk about the love, divine love. If I have to pick one chapter and practice it for the rest of my life, this would be it. This chapter is so simple, yet so deep, so intense, but still so calming. When Krishna, when Lord Krishna says the word love, he's not talking about the holy love. He's talking about the spiritual love. In the opening of the chapter, Krishna talking about how there are so many gods and goddesses according to Hindu religion or scriptures mentioning that how if someone does the offerings to the different gods and goddesses that increases their good karma because they are doing the offering expecting a result and outcome out of it but still adding on to their merit of good karma so after their death they'll enjoy the heaven but only till they have that store merit and once it's used up, once they have used up their good karma, they'll reborn again. So just doing the good karma is not enough for the divine or reach the divine, the divine connection. It's the love. The purpose of this life is to realize God. And until this is done, the soul cannot escape creating more karma, no matter what. But there is only one thing, one choice, the self-realization option person can take to find the way back to the divine. There is a famous saying, a person, whatever a person deeply desires, they get it eventually in one life or the other. So if someone is desiring, the deep desire of somebody is the divine, is the self-realization, they will get it sooner than later. Diving deeper into the idea of love, Krishna talking about a devotee, a Bhagat, whose sole purpose of life is to love the divine. The love defined in this chapter or discussed in this chapter is the spiritual level love. It is so beautiful, free-flowing, energetic, refreshing, surrender energy love. 
they're not talking about that twisted, corrupted, damaging, worldly love from one human to another human love where they're trying to kind of like mend their broken pieces through each other, which will almost never happens because of jealousy, possessiveness, control. That's not the world. That's worldly love. That's not the love Krishna is talking about. He is talking about the surrender to divine love. He's talking about a love which makes you feel the presence of divine, the omnipresence, the love that makes every single activity a surrender, intention to remember the divine. Every single activity a person does, including eating, walking, even their suffering becomes their offering to divine. There is nothing they are expecting back because they have given themselves to divine. There is no bondage of karma there anymore because there is no desire. There is no love me back expectation. The human, the beautiful relationship between a human to human is not love. It can be a companionship. It can be a friendship, but it is not a complete surrender. The divine love is a complete surrender. And the complete surrender at human level from one person to another is just not possible. And the more and more somebody tries to do that, the more they are damaging their own emotional self. Divine The nature of divine in itself is neutral. Krishna, in in his Naranjan form, he is impartial. Doesn't reject or favor any soul, one, you know, favoring or rejecting one soul over another. No, that is not the nature of divine. That is not the nature. If anybody feels rejected or favor, it's pretty much the reflection of their own emotions. Divine does not favor or reject anybody, any soul, ever. It's pretty much looking into the mirror. When you when we are standing in front of the mirror, the reflection of our face, the face we look into the mirror is the face that we have on, right? So if the the mirror face is smiling, that means we are smiling. When we are frowning, the face in the mirror frowns back at us. That's what the nature, this divine is. It's the mirror. It's the reflection of our soul. So when we love it, it just loves us back. And we can feel it in every breath, in the air surrounding us, the calmness it brings. And a person who feels that divine, that divine love, who, who is able to connect with that divine love, who surrender every single action, a desire as an offering to the divine, as a divine love, is called a bhagat or a devotee. A true devotee, a bhagat, 
lives in Krishna, and Krishna abides in them. We are what we think. We are what we practice. Self-realization is the soul journey. It has to be done alone. But divine is there always in us, around us. With that thought, thank you.